This is episode number 253, and today we'll discuss how to connect to God through solitude and simplicity. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned Bible teacher. Each week, you'll hear mind-blowing interviews as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of Practical Christian training. So in the month of May, we are on a journey. That's right, a journey to discover your soul's path to God. And we're doing that by doing a, essentially a a podcast book club of Gary Thomas's book, Sacred Pathways. And today we're going to discuss how to connect with God by leveraging ascetic practices. Now, most of us, if we thought about it, can picture a monk Right? What comes to my mind is brown robe, funny haircut, no cell phone. Right, That's what I think of when I think about a monk. Now, I'll be honest, I've never actually met one, so I'm not sure how accurate that picture is. But you don't have to go full monk living in you know, a, a secluded area, totally cut off from society, to benefit from some of the practices that they are known for, some of these ascetic practices. You know, Solitude and simplicity can bring clarity and closeness in the heart of a Christian. There are so many things, so many things that are dis- that are always seeking to distract us. It's important to have the discipline and the maturity to be able to be alone with God and with your thoughts. And it's important to create space for God, not filling up every minute of our schedules and every nook and cranny of our homes to the brim with things. We want to create opportunities for God to speak into our lives. So what is it that ascetics do or love to do that we can incorporate our, in our own lives? And if we tend to to be uh, more introverted or like spending time alone, what are some things that you can do to leverage that to draw near to God? Well, the first one is being still, right? There's a very famous passage in the Bible where it says, be still and know that I am God. And that's something that I love to meditate on myself. You know, I love to sit and just listen in silence. I know that sounds like a contradiction. How do you listen if there's silence? But I love doing that, whether it's just outside in nature, on my back porch, in my home, while I'm driving. I love to just sit and be still, to not be active, to not be hustling and bustling. Just stop. Just be calm. Just be still. Another thing that ascetics love to do is endure hardship. It's not love to do in the sense that they look forward to hardship, but they appreciate the value that hardship has for them, right? Ask yourself, how good are you at enduring when things get difficult? Whether that's, you know, exercise, like running, that's something that I really enjoy doing, not because I necessarily enjoy pain of, you know, the pain of my muscles tensing up or you know, getting really sore, but I know that that pain is leading to growth. It's leading to me getting stronger and being able to run farther and faster. You know, what about financial difficulties? How good are you at enduring and not letting those things crush you, right? An ascetic is, you know, doesn't necessarily look forward to those uh, times of hardship, but they understand the value of them, right? And when you adopt a mindset of perseverance that relies on God for strength, then even in those times of hardship, you can connect to God on a deeper level. And then another thing that ascetics love to do is take retreats. 
plan time to just get away, right? Whether that's by yourself or with others. And the whole point of a spiritual retreat is to focus and spend intentional time on drawing near to God, right? It's not to go and, you know, spring break 2019, like that's not the whole, that's not the goal of taking a spiritual retreat, but it's setting aside time to say, you know what, this is going to be quality time, just me and God. Very similar to when you first get married and you go on a honeymoon to just spend time with you and your new spouse. It's a similar kind of idea. And so those are three things that if you, uh, you know, tend to like solitude and, you know, even simplicity, then those are things that you can incorporate to experience God on a deeper level. But there are definitely, again, just like with all of these things, pitfalls to watch out for. The, the big one is overemphasizing personal piety, right? Christianity in its nature is outward focused. And so our need for spiritual refreshment in solitude must be balanced with our obligation to reach out to others and be in community with others. You can't have one without the other. Uh, another pitfall is seeking pain for its own sake. Just don't be a masochist, all right? <laughs> Bearing up under pain for no good reason at all is not righteousness. It's not holiness. It's not what God desires for us, right? Don't be a masochist. And then third, seeking to gain God's favor, right? Pursuing an aesthetic lifestyle, aesthetic, not aesthetic, aesthetic lifestyle to earn, quote unquote, God's approval by developing an extraordinary holiness, right? A, a holier-than-thou life and thinking that that somehow sets you apart from the other Christians, the other people that are forgiven that aren't as serious as you, right? Denying ourselves does not make us love God. Denying ourselves does not make God love us more. His love is absolute and his forgiveness is wholly completed in Jesus' sacrifice and resurrection. Has zero to do with how great of a dude or sister you are, all right? So don't leverage the seriousness of your solitude and devotion to obedience to think that you are somehow earning God's approval. Now, if you want to dive deeper into how to, you know, use these strategies and even other strategies uh, regarding asceticism, silence, and solitude, and simplicity that we weren't able to cover in this episode, you can learn all about that in Gary Thomas's book, Sacred Pathways. And on the next episode, we're going to dive into the fifth strategy, which is connecting to God through confrontation. That is it for today. If you like what you heard, make sure to leave a review in Apple Podcasts and join the podcast Facebook group to connect with me and everyone else that happens to listen. Special thanks to all of my patrons who help keep this podcast advertisement free. And if this podcast has made an impact in your life, please pass it along to a friend. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.